Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Hello, welcome. Thanks for tuning in to episode 19, which is the July energy report based on the solar transit through your human design chart. Apart from being a bloody awesome episode that's going to give you insights into how to maximize the energy this month in order to make life and business feel super sweet and navigate it with more ease, I also want to offer you a podcast exclusive discount. (laughs) This is the first time I've done this and I'm doing it because my pilot life My day job is about to get a lot busier and because of that, my booking availability for coaching and readings is going to become slightly more limited from the end of July for about three months. I just wanted to give anyone who has been considering getting personalized human design or tarot insights an opportunity to do that before that happens. So In honor of that, I'm giving all podcast listeners 10% off all tarot readings and my two most popular human design offerings, which are Flow State and Flow State Trinity. Flow State is my signature human design reading where you will learn the most important aspects of your chart and how to work with them so that you can start experiencing the bliss and freedom of embodying your design. And then Flow State Trinity is a three-session package where you receive your Flow State reading plus two breakthrough coaching sessions. These sessions are structured to meet your unique needs, and usually we base them around what comes out of your Flow State reading. So it's heavily related to your human design. To find out more about those offerings, click the link in the show notes. And if you decide you want to make the most of the discount, use code podcast crew at checkout. That discount code is valid until the 13th of July and all the info you need is in the show notes. As we move through the different energies of the solar transit in today's episode, I really encourage you if you have space and time to do so to sit down and journal and reflect on how you can make the most of the energies that we're moving through. So I'm going to be giving you some prompts and some questions to stimulate you into consciously being able to create a month that is really, really juicy and supportive of you thriving and just really living your best life this month. So if you feel inclined, take the time to sink in, sink into the questions and the energies and journal on what comes up to help you make a plan for how you can consciously create the best of the month of July 2023. All right, let's dive in to the energy of July. This month, the solar transit is activating gates in your root and your throat energy centers. Starting from the second through to the seventh, we're working with our root energy center gates, and the rest of the month, we're working with throat energy center gates. 
I'm going to start with the root energy center gates today because that's where we're starting at the start of July. Your root energy center, when you look at your chart, is the bottom square. It's a pressure center and creates a pressure to grow, evolve, and move forward in life. As with all pressure, there is a sweet spot that comes and learning to use pressure resourcefully rather than letting it drive unhelpful patterns of behavior. And specifically from a root energy center standpoint, behaviors, when we're using that energy unresourcefully, when we're letting that pressure drive unresourceful behaviors, that is the end result long term of that can cause adrenal fatigue and burnout. So that's just something to be aware of when we're talking about alignment and balance with our root energy center. This month, the solar transit is activating gate 39, which I call the gate of the abundant shit stirrer. It's traditionally known as a gate of provocation. Some of you may already have access to my Level Up with KDB gate descriptions updated to be more practical and uh, more easy to understand and actually get the benefit of them. Um, There are going to be some offerings uh, later in the year where you'll be able to get your hands of that, but there are some lucky people that came to Soul Alchemy, our in-person retreat in Perth recently that got their hands on that. So anyway, that's a side note. This month, the solar transit is activating gate 13, which is called the gate of the abundant shit stirrer and gate 53, which I call the fire starter. It is called the gate of starting in traditional HD. So. As these gates are activated, there is the potential to experience the energy of them. And most importantly, with awareness, you can actually work with these energies to support you in finding the sweet spot of pressure for life and business. So starting with gate 39 from the 2nd to the 7th of July, the abundant shit stirrer. (laughs) The purpose of this gate is to stimulate yourself and others into transforming a lack mindset into an abundance mindset. With this gate activated, it has this kind of sixth sense of what it takes to create abundance and an inherent understanding of the many different facets of abundance. It's not just about financial freedom, it's time freedom, energy freedom, freedom of choice. This energy comes with the gift of stimulating people into empowerment by dropping truth bombs about the choices and behaviors that might be restricting abundance. So it probably makes much more sense to you now why Gate 39 is referred to as the abundant shit stirrer. In its shadow expression, uh, you might experience this as clinging on too tightly to time, money, and resources because of a fear of not having or being enough. To work with this energy over the next few days, so yeah, it's activated between the 2nd and the 7th of July through the solar transit, it could be really beneficial for you to ask yourself, what does an abundance mindset feel like and mean to me? Specifically, I always like to feel into the feelings. How, does, how do you want to feel like, what does abundance feel like in your body? What does it feel like when you're living in an abundance mindset? Get really specific, lean into that juiciness of, you know, when you are feeling abundant, what is in your external environment? How does your body feel? Who are you spending time with? Uh, what sort of things are in your day-to-day life? Then you can also just feel in while you're kind of uh, journaling on this or feeling into it, notice what changes you might need to make in order to cultivate more of that feeling. 
It's also really nice with this gate to just notice, are you clinging too tightly? Are you holding things too close, too scared to invest, too scared to share? When we do that, sometimes it actually restricts flow, that inward, outward breath that we have in life and business and money and time, abundance. There is always that inwards, outwards flow, right? And so sometimes just checking in to see, are you holding on to something too tightly? Are you Are you not sharing your resources in a way that's facilitating that inwards and outwards flow? And if so, what changes do you need to make in order to facilitate more ease and flow and more of that abundant energy in your life? Maybe it's actually that you need support in this area, you know? Sometimes I think we take it all on our on our own like oh my abundance mindset isn't great at the moment I'm not feeling abundant I just need to fix it I need to push myself to fix it I need to do this that and the other but sometimes we actually need to get external support right ask for help whether it be through coaching counseling therapy or whether it be through getting seeking financial advice whether it be through having conversations with your partner with your colleagues with your business partners anyone that you have a relationship with that actually supports abundance in your life. So if you're feeling really constricted, it might be nice to take a little stock take and journal on past experiences that you've had that remind you of how you're supported and creating freedom through abundance. So you might have experienced times in the past where maybe you were in that sort of lack mindset. And then if you reflect on that, how did you come out the other side of it? What was it? What was the catalyst that shifted you from that energy into one where you were had a little bit more flow in the area of abundance? So yeah, the gate 39 from the 2nd to the 7th, it really is a beautiful opportunity for us to consciously step into an abundant feeling in our life. Do what it takes, make the shifts, embrace this energy because it's there to facilitate it, right? It's there to support you. So you can make the most of it by being very conscious about the decisions you make in order to create more of a feeling of abundance in your life. Moving on to gate 53, which is activated from the 8th until the 13th through the solar transit. This is the energy of the fire starter. It's such a fun and vibrant energy to work with. I associate this energy with the ace of wands in the tarot and That's because this energy is the uprush of new creative potential, starting new manifestations through free-flowing ideas. But it runs deeper than that because Gate 53 is also very discerning about timing. It knows when the time is right to set wheels in motion for bringing a new creative vision to life. And so this energy is designed to start a movement but not necessarily bring the whole vision to life. And I know many of the women in business that are listening, probably that's a relief to hear because sometimes we feel like we, you know, you have this beautiful creative uprush of uh, energy, this new beginning energy where you're like, yes, you're full of all these creative visions, which I have no doubt between the 8th and 13th, you will be experiencing as Gate 53 is activated. But sometimes that can be almost overwhelming because you go, oh shit, I don't have necessarily the time, the energy, or the resources to to bring that vision to life. And Gate 53 also wants you to know that like our job is to to really attract the people, resources, and opportunities to support us in bringing that to life. So yeah, this gate also facilitates that natural ability to bring resources together, to get a vision off the ground. 
but it can peter off. That energy can subside if it's not supported by the right people and energies that can kind of continue the momentum. So delegation and outsourcing is a natural requirement for this energy to be expressed effectively. So really important as you feel into this energy, this beautiful creative energy, to use your human design strategy and authority to ensure that you're tuning into correct timing and also attracting the right people and resources to get the vision off the ground. Don't forget your strategy in human design is how you attract opportunities and synchronicities that are meant for you and your authority is how you make aligned decisions. Yeah, something to just, I just want to reiterate is that if you get stuck in that resourceful, unresourceful pressure, sorry, of having to turn the creative fire into full form all by yourself, this is where you might experience that root centers pressure that can really fuck you over. Like it, it's, it's not, and that will happen if you're not really discerning about timing and you don't apply your strategy and authority to help protect you from that so that when you do apply your strategy and authority, you are facilitating more ease and flow by attracting the right opportunities to support the creative vision getting off the ground. In its shadow expression, you might find if you notice yourself starting a whole bunch of things, (laughs) getting really excited, starting a whole bunch of things that never really get off the ground or never get finished, usually this is uh, kind of the shadow aspect of gate 53 spreading itself too thin. you are spreading yourself too thin, being driven by this energy, trying to keep the momentum of manifestation up when really this energy is all about beginnings. It's not really about bringing a full vision to fruition necessarily by yourself. So be very wary of overcommitting your time, energy, and resources between the 8th and the 13th if you're getting really excited about um, any sort of new creative potentials. Also, you know, just if you are really starting to play with your using your authority to make aligned decisions, don't forget, you know, as an emotional authority, you are not really designed to be making quick decisions anyway. So it might be that this energy starts and you don't really get full clarity of what the next steps are in this period. But I really encourage you to regardless of what your authority is in this time between the 8th and the 13th journal like get the creative visions out on paper so that further down the track you can apply your strategy and authority to get more clarity on them some other ways you can support yourself through this energy is uh, maybe you can ask yourself how many (laughs) how many unfinished projects have you got that you're refusing to let go of even though you know you're probably done with them This is a really great way to give yourself permission to let go of shit that is no longer in alignment. And the reason this is important with the gate 53 is that that actually allows those sparks of new creative fire to flourish. Another question you can ask yourself is if you have got a lot of really exciting creative visions that are sort of formulating in this time, how do you feel about outsourcing? Are you okay letting go of the reins a little bit, handing over some tasks and letting other people take some of the burden? What would change for you if you accepted that you don't have to control every step of this process? And then what support do you need to let yourself lean into your natural gifts and invite other people to take the load off when, you know, what what you need to happen is not in alignment with your natural zone of genius? For the rest of July, the gates that are activated are housed in the throat energy center. The throat is the home of expression, communication, and action. 
Now, all the energy in our chart is being drawn to move through our throat. The reason for that is that we can express and manifest from our throat center. This is where we're designed to manifest from. It's a particularly powerful energy center and it has, and that's because it has a lot to do with our self-expression and, as I said, manifestation. The gates that are activated in your throat tell a story of how you're designed to speak and share consistently. As the sun transits our chart, it activates different gates. And so we experience the energies of these as if they're activated. And this month, we are experiencing the solar activation of gate 62 and gate 56 and 31. So they're the three gates that are activated in our throat energy center through the solar transit. Between the 14th and 19th of July, with gate 62 activated, This is the time to pay attention to tasks that require a little more myopic focus. With the gate of 62, we have this enhanced ability to see particular situations or topics clearly. Very projector energy, hey? And and also a really beautiful ability to explain them because this is housed in our throat. So if you're in business or any sort of role where you're guiding and teaching, this might be a really awesome time to create content or build the framework for any teachings, maybe courses that you are thinking about doing or launching, providing in the future. Allow your eye for detail to be the catalyst for creative solutions. It's also a really powerful time to reassess any processes that you have and maybe see where you might be able to save time, energy and resources by streamlining. Totally projector energy, hey, that refining, making things easier. Let's embody that. All the other energy types use this time between the 14th and 19th of July to really um, apply that beautiful projector energy. The highest expression of Gate 62 brings clarity to situations by applying logic and explaining to others in a way that is easy to understand. I don't know if I mentioned the name of Gate 62, actually, but it is the eye for detail and eye for detail. Um, It's a great time to give yourself space to focus on details without rushing and also be willing to give guidance and support when needed and when asked. (laughs) That's really important for Gate 62. That beautiful insight that you have, it needs to be invited to be shared. Or as well, it's really nice with this energy to allow yourself to be guided and supported when you don't have as much clarity yourself. In its shadow expression, gate 62 can have us getting stuck in the preparatory phase. Because you're trying to solve possible future problems, because you can see things so clearly, sometimes that can keep you in a bit of a holding pattern, trying to solve problems that haven't actually arisen yet, but they, you can see that they potentially will. So that might show up as losing sleep over minute details or letting stress and anxiety derail you or stop you from moving forward. To help us use this energy in a really resourceful way between the 14th and 19th of July, you might like to ask yourself, are there any situations that could use some of that detail-orientated focus right now? What in your life have you been kind of like, ugh, I know that the structure is not as supportive as I want it to be. This isn't as streamlined as I want it to be. Don't really have the space and time to like get clear on that. Now is the time between the uh, the 14th and the 19th of July to to check out any situations that could use some of that detail-orientated focus and infuse the energy of Gate 62 into it. 
Also, how can you use this eye for detail to create structures that support you more in life? So along the same lines, taking a stock take and then just getting really interested, inquisitive about if there are any ways that you can see clearly now that are going to support you in streamlining things into the future. Another question that's really helpful for Gate 62 is how can I build trust in myself to know the answer when I need to? And what support do I need to help build trust in this gift? This is really interesting because this is kind of another layer of Gate 62. But essentially, when we allow ourselves to have this energy, when we allow ourselves to lean into this, we don't have to search. There's no uh, getting stuck in our brain and that critical thinking loop that we can sometimes get into trying to solve problems. It's a very natural energy. So that myopic focus is actually natural when this gate is activated. It's not something that you have to work for. So if you're finding that you're kind of getting stuck trying really hard to push your brain power into solving a problem that doesn't seem to be happening, like what can you do to release that pressure? What can you do to trust that the answer you need is within you and it will come to you in the right timing? And sometimes we need support in doing that. The other thing, a good question for 62 is, are there any other people in your life that could actually uh, benefit from the wisdom of this this focus that you have between the 14th and 19th of July. But just keep in mind that it does need to be invited. So yeah, that energy is really, it's such a positive energetic exchange when we allow ourselves to just own our wisdom. And when people invite us to share, then we can share our insights. Between the 20th and 25th of July, gate 56 is activated. And The name for this is the energy of perpetuating empowerment. So the overarching energy of Gate 56 is applying the medicine that comes from being self-aware and willing to heal so that we can inspire others to take responsibility for their own inner healing and evolve rather than shutting down or turning off from life. So it's it's pretty big energy, hey? taking full responsibility for your own inner healing journey and then and then sharing that story and helping others see the light at the end of the tunnel helping others to realize their own strength so obviously look the solar activation of gate 56 is only 5 days between the 20th and 25th so <laughs> i don't believe that that gives you enough time to really hone in on any self healing that you might have been called to do and then also be in a space to be able to share and support your community with that wisdom. But there is a lot along that spectrum, right? Maybe this is a time where you actually get a lot more clarity around what's looking to be healed in yourself. Or maybe you've come out the other side of some inner healing and you're feeling like it's time to be able to support your wider community, maybe your family by using this inner strength. So the shadow expression is kind of repeatedly getting into unhelpful situations by being unwilling to look at your own wounding and not wanting to go on a journey of healing. So often that will show up as kind of blaming situations or people getting stuck in victimhood. And yeah, obviously that's not very resourceful way to use this energy. So yeah, be be on the lookout for any of that sort of energy as well as we move through gate 56 energy between the 20th and 25th. You might find yourself just getting really fucking like bitter about life like oh what why did this happen to me like 
you know, poor me mentality. And look, that's totally fine, right? We all deserve, we all, we're human. We deserve our days to, to feel pissed off about things that haven't turned out the way that we wanted them to, or events that have not been helpful or life-giving to us. And then when you feel, when you feel like you are ready to, to kind of embrace that and turn that into one of your superpowers, if you want to, between the 20th and 25th, Gate 56 is supporting you. It's inviting you into that. So you, you can intentionally set aside time to do that. Some questions for Gate 56 that might help you through this period. Uh, how can I be willing to heal um, or see how my past healing has helped me move forward in my life? Maybe you could ask yourself if there are any stories that you could be sharing to support others in going on their own in a healing journey, if that's something that you feel called to do. Maybe you could just reflect on even when times are hard, even if you're experiencing a really hard time at the moment, what keeps you moving forward on your journey of healing and self-discovery? Why is it so important to you? Is it important to you? You know, it may not be, and that's okay as well. Maybe you can reflect on who you've helped in the past by sharing your stories of healing and how that's helped you evolve. And lastly, and probably most importantly, how has being willing to heal, if you are willing to heal and, and do that inner healing journey, how has that empowered you to live a better life? And I think that's so important because that reminds us in really shitty times when we are feeling a bit... Um, you know, in that victimhood or blame mentality, reflecting on that question, how has being willing to heal empowered you to live a better life? That That is so, that's calling your power back, right? That's taking your power back from those situations in a really resourceful way. Gate 31 is activated between the 26th and the 31st of July. So Gate 31, the leader, I always think of Gate 31 as uh, the tarot archetype is the kings, so all of the kings. Why? Because they are inviting us into our personal leadership. The overarching energy of Gate 31 is serving as a guide to your community by understanding what they need and supporting them in achieving that. It's such a beautiful time to show up, to be visible lead in a way that comes most naturally to you. You don't have to show up in a leadership box built for someone else. You know, <laughs> I'm always preaching that. Show up in a way that feels really nourishing and natural to you. Whether that's holding space for your community on a collective or individual level, maybe it's just sharing more insights, more guidance. Maybe it's providing tools and resources or fostering creativity or emotional empowerment. Each of us really do have a unique leadership style and we all have our own different and unique resources to share and all of them are vital to the betterment of the collective. So I guess a really big part of this is allowing yourself to take up that leadership space that you want to take up and knowing that your version of leadership is just as valuable and viable and valid as any other, right? The energy of Gate 31 is inviting you to own that shit, like own it and enjoy it as well. In its highest expression, uh, you, you, sh you might experience a, maybe a drive or a willingness to tune into the power of your ability to understand the needs of others and how to fulfill those needs. And don't forget, this is housed in your throat energy center too. So 
using your voice for the good of your wider community, the ones who can't speak for themselves, being a representative for the people who need you. And it's shadow expression. This shows up as pushing your agenda on other people, not stepping into your natural leadership ability for fear that you aren't good enough and undervaluing your innate ability to guide and support others. So be a little bit wary of that too over this period, just in case you sort of notice that, oh, you you might be trying to prove yourself or trying to push your agenda on other people. Just notice that and a good way to realign, as always, you apply your strategy and authority. But sometimes it's it's honestly all it takes is just a little bit of awareness and a coming home to like, well, is this my natural leadership style? Is this where I naturally thrive? Is this what I can naturally guide people in? If no, yeah, maybe it's time to tap out of that and and lean back into your natural gifts. Uh, so some questions that might support you over this time. Do you see yourself as a leader? What in particular are you brilliant at leading people in? And what evidence do you have that you're serving the right people? Who is that community that you're here to serve? These are all really amazing, amazing questions for us to ask ourselves in business, right? Because that is going to continually change and evolve as you change and evolve, as you embrace more of your gifts, as you develop your gifts. How do you use your voice? What feels really, what's a really beautiful way for you to use your voice to support and uplift your community? So it might be that, you know, going on podcasts is a really cool way for you to do that. It might be that writing is a great way for you to do that. Just leaning into the ways that feel really nourishing and supportive for you and easy for you to share. And then a few more questions that might be really nice to think about is, do you understand the power of your voice and the impact you have? I think when you really ask yourself and and sit with that question, it can be actually a little bit like, yeah, I do have to be very careful with the words I use, the way I say it, the way I show up for my community. Is there anything that you need to do to cultivate more confidence in your ability to lead? Again, I think this is a really beautiful time or uh, opportunity to embrace your support network, whether it be your coach, counselor, therapist, (laughs) your friends and business, your networks, whoever it is that help you really see more clearly your ability to lead, see more clearly how you thrive and bring it out in you as well, right? And is that important to you? It's okay if it's not important to you. <laughs> yeah. Super interesting, hey? So I f- feel like July is really big energy, really expansive. And for every single one of us, the key to embracing any of the energies in our chart is to honor what you're feeling, what you are feeling. You can just, you know, I can sit here and tell you the theory behind the energies in the gates and how they might show up. But don't ever forget that that's based on my learning, my understanding, and through the lens of all my own conditioning. So I really encourage you to take what I say for sure and play with it, experiment with it, sit with it, see if it shows up for you in that way. Maybe it shows up in a different way. And if it does, I love to hear that feedback because for me, human design is such a, like, it's a lifelong journey that I'm committed to. And I love hearing all the different facets and the different ways that other people experience it. So I really appreciate when I hear people's feedback from what they experience. Just remember that as you go through the month, follow your strategy and authority and be curious rather than judgmental about how all these energies feel and show up. I love to keep track and journal on each of the energies through the transits as a way to build more intimacy with my own energetic blueprint. 
And I find it really supportive and an empowering way to consciously create. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. If you like what you heard and maybe you've got a friend that could benefit, maybe you've got a friend that you know is kind of dipping their toe into human design or well on their human design journey and could benefit, or maybe they're not and you think they should be. If you want to share this episode, that really helps other people find the podcast, obviously, which makes me so, so happy and I really appreciate it. Don't forget to make the most of the podcast exclusive code, podcast crew, to get 10% off all tarot offerings and the two human design readings that I mentioned at the start of the episode. The link is in the show notes and... You can also download your human design chart from the show notes so you can embark on your own human design experiment. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next week, take care, keep milking the shit out of life, and I will catch you in the next episode.